fill all the world with fruit. This is a declaration in days to come, Jacob will take root, Israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit. Sometimes it's good to remind ourselves about the basic things of life, the kind of things that we usually take it for granted or presume that we know very well, or sometimes we think it is so basic, we tend to ignore it. That's the reason the Bible begins with the verse, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This verse is very familiar to all of us and we all know it by heart. Even children will say, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But in reality, when it comes to our life, we tend to forget this. Why do I say that? Most often than not, we live as though everything depends on us. We think that I need to establish myself, I need to achieve, I need to accomplish. They may all be good things, but when we think that we are going to do with our own strength, we tend to forget in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Once we know that we are created beings, the more we remind ourselves that we are just a created being, it'll be better if we remind ourselves we have been made out of mud, then we will always look to that creator, God. The Bible clearly states that God created all things, including plants, trees, fish, the wild animals, sun, moon, stars, and including you and me. God has created all of us. We don't, we don't get to see the sky in the city, but if you're in a village, you get to see the sky and you see the stars in the night. It's interesting to know that the closest star to the earth, that is the Proxima Centauri, this is the closest star to our earth and you can see the distance. How do we pronounce this distance? That's the distance. In fact, it's, it's calculated as 4.25 light years away, 4.25 light years away. A light year is the distance that light travels in one year. And we all know the speed of light is approximately three lakhs kilometer per second, or we can say one lakh 86,000 miles per second. The closest star, imagine if you, if we have to travel in that speed, at the speed of one lakh 86,000 miles per second. And if we leave this earth at that speed, we will touch the closest star, that Centauri, after 4.25 years. 
without stopping that is god's creation and we are just created beings that's the reason the psalmist said the heavens declare the glory of god the skies proclaim the work of his hands this verse reminds reminds us that you and i are here only for one reason to ascribe the glory of god we are here to declare the glory of god the primary reason for our existence in this world is to declare the glory of god if we don't do this primary purpose everything else that we do is in vain we have not been created for everything else we have been created for only one reason so if everything else we do if it's not contributing towards this one reason then whatever we do is in way it is against this background we should read the promise words that has come to us in isaiah 27:6 in days to come jacob will take root israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit put your name there and say that i will take root i will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit so what can we learn from this year's promise verse or in other words what does it mean to you and me how do we unpack this verse it's not it's not, it's not enough that we have a promise verse we should also be able to understand acknowledge realize and make a part of our being and then only the verse will take life in us in days to come jacob will take root so the first thing that we'll learn here is take root take root the strength of a tree depends on the quality of its roots if the roots are shallow the tree will just fall during the storm if the roots are strong then we all know that that tree will not be shaken so take root so it's very important if we want to be lead a very stable life if nothing has to shake us then our roots have to be strong i was going through the past promise verses and if you remember the promise verse for the year 2016 uh that's found in jeremiah 27:6 i will build 24:6 i will build you up and not tear you down i will plant you and not uproot you people who held on to this verse today they can testify i have been planted i have not been uprooted re- i i can name i don't want to name the individuals but they just held on to this promise verse and today they can say yes it's true i will build you up and not tear you down i'll plant you and not uproot you so it's important for us not that we have a promise verse 
we make a part of a being, that verse should become a part of a being, then it takes root and it takes you know, bud and blossom and you will fill all the world with fruit. In the scriptures, the Christian life is mostly compared to a fruit yielding tree. We, we read that in Psalm 1-3, he's like a tree planted by streams of water. And in Jeremiah eleven sixteen, it says that the Lord called you a thriving olive tree with fruit beautiful in form. That's the way God calls you and me this morning. God, when God is looking at you and me, he is telling us, you are a thriving olive tree with fruit beautiful in form. Isaiah 60, 21 says, you are the shoot I have planted, the work of my hands for the display of my splendor. I pray that we will come to that realization. I am the work of God's hands for the display of his splendor. Irrespective of our age, irrespective of what we are doing, God is reminding us this morning that each one of us, that we are the green shoot, not a dry tree. We are the green shoot that God has planted with his own hands to display his glory. Look at yourself and say this morning, I have been planted by God to display his glory. It is not about my name. It is not about myself. I am here to display his glory. And once we understand that, it will free us from a lot of anxiety, uncertainties, because of all the people in this world, God has chosen you and me. It is something special. God has chosen. You know, you go to your vegetable shop and you want to buy tomato, you choose the good ones. But God has chosen you and me, not that we were good, but God wants to make us the best fruit. He has chosen you and me. Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I chose you. I think this one word should draw us closer to God. I did not choose God, but God in his mercy, in his love, in his compassion, he has chosen me. While I was yet a sinner, my Christ died for my sins. That should move our hearts. If that doesn't move, nothing else can move us. While I was yet a sinner, Christ died for my sins. You have been chosen for higher honors. If God has chosen you, if the highest authority in this land were to choose you for a specific job, you know he has chosen you for higher honors. Honors. 
Same way God has chosen you for higher honors, higher, more blessings in the kingdom of God. We have been chosen for more blessings than the most ancestors in the Bible could ever think of. We have been chosen. We are a chosen generation. God has chosen us. Because we are chosen, God has his eye always on his children. It's not that he has chosen us and he has forgotten us. No, his eyes are always on his children. And his due season, he will always fulfill his purpose for us. That's the reason we say, surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. All the days. Not when days are good, not only when days are bad, whether good or bad, his goodness and love will follow us all the days of our lives. So for us to display God's splendor, if we yield ourselves fully to God's hand, God will display his splendor in and through our lives. So for us to display his splendor, he will cause us to take root. God will cause us to take root, bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit. Whatever may be your situation, God is reminding you that you have been planted with his own hands. You're not you are not come to this world by accident. There is nothing known as an accidental baby. God has brought you and me into this world with a divine purpose. Isaiah 49, 15, 16 says, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. Every time you read this verse, every time you remind yourselves of the promised verse in days to come, Jacob will take root. It is important for you to tell yourself that I have been planted by nail-pierced hands. The more we look at the cross, the more we look at the nail-pierced hands, that will always give us hope. God will never abandon us. He will never forget us because our walls are ever before him. When he sees those nail-pierced hands, he sees you and me. So he, God, will never forget us. 2021, God will not forget us. He will not abandon us. We may forget God, but he will not forget us. That is the assurance we have. So how do we take root? Jesus Christ calls himself as root. In Revelation 20 to 16, he says, I am the root and the offspring of David, 
and the bright morning star. I am the root, it's a capital R. And in Colossians 2, 6 to 7, Paul says, so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Continue to live your lives in him. 2021, let it be a year that we live in him, rooted and built up in him, in our resurrected Christ Jesus. Into Jesus Christ, we must shoot forth our roots. That's important. The source is important. So into Jesus Christ, we must shoot forth our roots. And from Jesus Christ, we must derive all essential nutrients and nourishment that we need. When Jesus Christ feeds us, when he is the source of our nourishment, then nothing can touch us in this world. Nothing must move us from him. Trials, tribulations, difficulties, disappointments must not move us away from him, even for a moment. We must never entertain a thought even for a moment that I can have the support from the world. There is a parallel system operating in the world that promises you strength, name, fame, but we must be careful not to fall into the worldly system because in Christ, all fullness dwells. Everything we need dwells in Jesus Christ. And out of his fullness, we must receive, we must learn to receive from Christ. This world promises many things, but we must learn to receive it from the hands of our Lord Jesus Christ. We must learn to receive grace and strength from those nail-pierced hands. We must just cling unto him with all our heart, with all our emotions, all our will, we should cling to our Lord Jesus Christ. 2021 is a year. God is calling you and me to get closer to him, irrespective of our age, irrespective of our spiritual journey. Wherever we might be, God is asking us, get closer to me. This is a year you get closer to me. That is the invitation that has come to you and me. What a great privilege. What a great privilege. It is not burdensome. It's a privilege to get closer to our loving God, to our living God, to our creator God, to our redeemer God, to get closer to him. So how do we know we have taken root is there a way we know that we have taken root? Because the Bible says, take root. Because Isaiah eleven ten says, in that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nation will rally to him and his resting place will be glorious. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner. 
He is our banner, the Lord Jesus Christ. The deeper our roots, the stronger we will be. And storms of life, uncertainties, sickness, failures, loss, and disappointments will not be able to shake us or will not be able to uproot us. Then we know we have taken root. We all know this story very well. You know, the disciples and Jesus were in a boat and all of a sudden there was storm. The Bible clearly says Jesus was sleeping in peace. The disciples were anxious. They were scared. They were frightened. They were terrified. They went to Jesus and said, Lord, Lord, we are all perishing. Are you not concerned about us? Jesus got up and he calmed the storm. And then he told his disciples, where is your faith? In other words, he's telling his disciples, where is your root? If your root is strong, you will not behave like this because I am with you in your boat. If only you know who I am, you will not scream like this. I am with you in your boat. Why are you so anxious? Why are you so frightened? Why are you looking at the situation around you? Don't you know I am Emmanuel? God with you. I am Emmanuel. God with you. If God is with us, no situation can make us scream, make us helpless people. It will not make us depressed. It will not make us run to the worldly sources and support because Emmanuel, God with us, God is with us. No matter whatever challenges might come in 2021, remember Emmanuel, God with us. If your root is deep, remember, we will not react like these disciples, as though hopeless people, as though they're going to drown with Jesus in their boat, they think they will drown. With Emmanuel in our lives, we will not be drowned. He has not forgotten us. Emmanuel, God is with us. No matter whatever may be our struggle, no matter whatever may be our circumstances, Jesus is with us. That is the assurance God gives us. In days to come, Jacob will take root. Jesus is calling us, telling us, where is your root? Where is your root? Emmanuel, God with us. He, God, Jesus is in control of all things. He is the master over our lives. If he is the master, then we will not panic like these disciples. This assurance should give us great comfort, courage, and strength to face 2021.
take root, take root. That's important for our lives 2021. Let our root go still more deeper, still more deeper so that nothing in this world can shake us. We are destined to live with him forever and ever. Our life doesn't end in this world. We are destined to live with him. So not only take root, we should also bear fruit. Rooting of a tree is only valuable in relation to its continued life and growth. If a fruit bearing tree doesn't bear fruit, it's of no use. We have the parable where the master comes and say, let us cut this tree because there's no fruit. We all are supposed to be fruit bearing tree because we have been planted by the creator God. There is no question that we can be fruitless. There's no question. All of us planted by God will bear fruit. If we surrender our lives to Jesus, if we take root into our Lord Jesus Christ, we will bear fruit. I, I keep telling, I keep reminding us, we are a blessing in this world. We are never a liability. We are a blessing. We bring light in the places where there is darkness. Too often we restrict our life to the worldly blessings like how much money I have, what job I have, what I'm doing, what's my designation. We are a blessing in the kingdom of God because we bring light in places of darkness. In 2021, let it be a year that we shine God's light more in more and more places. As I said, I was going through the past uh, promise verses, what's happening, how God is leading us. And if you remember the promise verse for the year 2019, that's again found in the book of Isaiah 37, 31. Once more, a remnant of the house of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. So God's purpose for this community, for everyone in this community is to bear fruit. We are people who are destined to take root below and we are also ordained to bear fruit above. As part of this community, let us be very clear, this is God's community. God has established this community and the purpose for this community is we are destined to take root below. That means in Jesus Christ, our roots are supposed to go deeper into Jesus Christ and we are ordained to bear fruit above. When there are fruits in the tree, you don't have to tell, see, see, I'm bearing fruit. It'll be visible. It'll be visible. It'll be visible in your house. It'll be visible in your workplace. It'll be visible in your neighborhood. It will be visible wherever God has placed you because the fruit tree doesn't say, see, see, come and see, I'm bearing fruit. It is visible. You and I are a blessing in this world. 
You and I have been created for a divine purpose to bless this world, to bring light to this dark world. God's hope is in you and me. Hosea 14, 5 and 6 says, I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like a lily, like a cedar of Lebanon. He will send down his roots. His ang shoots will grow. His splendor will be like an olive tree. His fragrance like a cedar of Lebanon. That's the way God is addressing your life and my life. If we depend on our Lord Jesus Christ, we will definitely bear fruit. There's no doubt about it. The deeper our roots go into our Lord Jesus Christ, we will definitely bear fruit. Jesus told his disciples, I am the wine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Don't be satisfied with what you have done with your life till now. God has not done with us. He has given us a brand new year. That's all we heard from Pastor Sadni this morning. God has blessed us with a brand new year so that we will bear much fruit. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We need to remember that when we abide in our Lord Jesus Christ, when we develop the depth of a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ, we will bear not fruit, much fruit. 2021 is a year God is calling us to bear much fruit so that we can display his splendor. We are here to display his splendor. There's nothing more glorious than that. That's the purpose for our lives, to display God's splendor in this dark world. Our fruitfulness is in direct proportion to the depth of our relationship with God. The more we grow stronger, the more we grow intimate in our relationship with God, we will become fruitful. It is not we try to produce fruit. It is just because I have a strong relationship with God, the fruits will come out. I will bear fruits because of my relationship. You cannot have a strong relationship with God and be a barren tree. It is impossible. It is not, it is not possible. When we are in relationship with God, right relationship with God, we will bear fruit. All of us have been called to bear fruit, to be a blessing. What God told Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, 3, it is still applicable to you and me. God is reminding you and me that we are a blessing in this world. Nobody can curse us. Nobody, no force on this earth can curse us. 
because God has blessed us. So how can we be sure that we have this kind of fruit? Because for any tree to bear fruit, we know that soil has to be fertile, there must be enough water, there must good weather must prevail, and it's, it should also be protected from the pests. How can we ensure all these factors in our lives? If we try to do it on our own, we will fail. When our life aligns with God, when we abide in our Lord Jesus Christ, all these conditions will automatically happen. That's why Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3, 6, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. 2021 is a time when God gives us an opportunity to introspect our lives and to say that God has been making me grow till now. Till now, God has been making me grow. Allow the Spirit of God to produce fruit in you. That's why it's known as the fruit of the Spirit. Hunger for the Holy Spirit. Bible clearly says, do not be drunk on wine, instead be filled with the Spirit. You know, we read this verse and we tend to uh, miss out the emphasis that Paul lays. If a man is a drunkard, if he's addicted to drink, and if you know somebody like that, the moment he gets up from the bed, the first thing he seeks is not a cup of coffee, he will seek for a cup of drink, for a glass of drink. He's addicted. And Paul is making that point. You need to have that kind of hunger for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. If you have that kind of hunger, you know, till he goes to bed, he should drink. He should be under the influence of the liquor. And Paul says, you should have that hunger to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do you have that hunger? Let 2021 be a year where when you get up from the bed, you say, I need the infilling of the Holy Spirit because it is the infilling of the Holy Spirit which produces the fruit of the Spirit. Ask for that hunger. Let God give us a hunger and thirst for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Apart from the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. We can do nothing. 2021 is a year. It's an opportunity for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We take root. We bear fruit to do what? To fill all the world. This is your area. Once you are a child of God, don't confine your thoughts to your place of birth or where you are born. Entire world is your area. As a child of God, this is your area. Go fill all the world. Don't tell yourself, what can I do for God? Your life fully surrendered to God can accomplish great things. When you surrender your lives completely to God, he will take you wherever he wants you to be. It could be the uttermost part of this, this world. 
Don't be scared. Always remember, I'm here to display the glory of my God. My work is only secondary, but in and through my work, I want to bring glory to my God. We should not live exclusively for ourselves. The moment we are encrafted into Christ, when you come to Romans chapter 11, you will see that we all have been crafted into Christ. The moment that has happened, we should begin to bring fruit to his glory. God will do that. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, our life will not be a barren life. We will be a fruit bearing tree. And our labor will be to spread the light to this entire world. Our family, our home and family should occupy our first attention. Yes, the neighborhood and our place of work and our community. We all have a role in this community. We cannot bring light to the outside the world if we are not revived within the community. Each one of us is a living stone. If you are a living stone and if you have been called to bear fruit, you cannot bear fruit in isolation. Rather, you would make use of every opportunity that is there in this community. This is God's community established by God. And if you want to be a fruit-bearing tree in the kingdom of God, this is the place you begin. This will be a very small beginning. You may be just coming and arranging the chairs or just being a Zoom volunteer, but God always begins with small things. But when he opens the doors, you will be surprised. Your life surrendered to God. You don't know when God will open up the avenues, but use those small avenues. If you're looking for big, big opportunities, if you're looking for places where you can stay, stand on the stage and speak, no, that's not the way God operates. God wants us to begin in a small way. When you have that burden, when you are, when you abide in our Lord Jesus Christ, every opportunity is in the community, you will just grab it because you have a burden for the kingdom of God to extend. It's not about what I'm going to do, what I'm going to get. It's not at all about that. That's the way God will fill all the world. God has always operated through ordinary people, not through extraordinary people. Ordinary people who do ordinary things, God has done extraordinary things. You just go through the biographies of people, you'll be surprised. This year, God is calling you. Let your light shine in your home, in your family, in your neighborhood, in your workplace, in your community. These are the small, small opportunities that God is giving you. When you are faithful in the small places, God will take you. You don't have to struggle. How can I go there? How can I go here? No, God will open the doors for you in ways you cannot even imagine. When God opens the door, that's the best door. That's the best door. And God is calling us. 
you know, like the disciples, we should endeavor to advance God's kingdom. You and I are here to spread the light of God in this world. And like the disciples, we should endeavor. You study the life stories of disciples, how they died, but their mission was only one thing, to advance the light of, the, of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And they went to the, to the uttermost part of the world just to spread the light of Jesus. Apostle Paul's burden was only one thing, that he had the burden that people are perishing for lack of knowledge. It's not enough that we pray for this area. It's not enough. It's good we pray, but it is better we become part of the community activity because God works in and through this community. This is God's church. His kingdom will extend in and through this church. You are part of this community. You are a living stone. I am a living stone of this church. And we are here to spread the kingdom of God. It's not enough we say, I have burden for the people. But wherever God gives you opportunity, make yourself available. And that's the way God works. It is not the way we want to work. That's the way God works. We should labor so that all the kingdoms of the world may become the kingdom of the Lord and of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the Great Commission still holds good for us. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. When you come to this community, I look at you as your potential tool in the hand of God. I want to invest in your life so that you go to the uttermost part of the world just to shine the light of Jesus. You and I are God's appointed instruments for the conversion of the whole world. Tell yourself, 2021, tell yourself you are the appointed instrument for the conversion of the whole world. God can do great things in and through your life. We are here to shine God's light in this darkened world. The world is crying out. There is depression, there is desperation. There is no hope. The world outside is crying out. But what are you doing? You know, the prophet Micah says very clearly, the remnant of Jacob will be in the midst of many peoples like dew from the Lord, like showers on the grass, which do not wait for anyone or depend on man. God wants to take us in the midst of many peoples. When God opens the door, Ask God, is this the place where I can go and shine light for you? And just go ahead. God wants to take you to different places. AGAG community, be open to God's working in your life. 
where he wants to take you go because that is where you will fulfill god's purpose i want to finish it with this verses from the book of psalm 92 12 to 14 the righteous will flourish like a palm tree they will grow like a cedar of lebanon planted in the house of the lord they will flourish in the courts of our god they will still bear fruit in old age they will stay fresh and green there is no retirement in the kingdom of god they will still bear fruit in old age they will stay fresh and green god is speaking to somebody in this community take hold of these verses there is life in the word of god god is expecting us to bear fruit god is expecting us to flourish like a palm tree to grow like a cedar of lebanon don't be happy with your growth you need to, we need to continually grow remember we are the trees planted in the house of the lord and we are meant to flourish in the courts of our god we are meant to flourish let our eyes be fixed on our lord jesus in days to come jacob will take root israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit take root bear fruit fill all the world 2021 is an opportunity is a brand new year to each one of us just to take root bear fruit and to fill all the world with fruit how do we apply this verse in days to come jacob will take root israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit put your name there and tell yourself remind yourself all through this year i will take root i will bud and blossom and i will fill all the world with fruit don't live for yourself once you are a child of god once you are engrafted into the tree you don't live for yourself we live for our lord jesus 2021 is a year for us to live for lord jesus it's not enough how we lived for him in 2020 2021 is an opportunity for us to build our relation to make our relationship stronger to have an intimate relationship with our lord jesus christ and to bear fruit look for this year look for jesus in the midst of your troubles and uncertainties i don't i don't prophesy saying that 2021 will be a year free from problems free from challenges free from struggles because it goes against the word of god jesus said in this world you will have problems but look for jesus in the midst of your troubles and uncertainties whenever you are faced with struggles trials troubles uncertainties look for jesus the disciples did not look for jesus in the boat they were only looking at the storm and they felt they are going to be overwhelmed and jesus told them where is your root because you are supposed to look at me i am sleeping i am so calm so why are you troubled that's what jesus is telling us 2021 
when we look for Jesus in the midst of our troubles and uncertainties, we can tell, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In the midst of our troubles and uncertainties, it's human tendency to keep our eyes fixed on those troubles. Oh, how I'm going to bear, how I'm going to live. But remember, there is Jesus who is walking with us. He has never left us even for a millisecond. Emmanuel, God with us. It is not enough we say. We need to experience and live out that faith. Emmanuel, God with us. He has not left us, nor even leave us in 2021, even for a millisecond. He is always with us in the midst of our troubles. Look back and see where he was when you had troubles in 2020. Or in your life, not only 2020, just look back. Think of the days and moments, the sleepless nights you spent. Your younger days, days of uncertainty, and see where Jesus was. And you will see that Jesus was there right in the midst of your troubles. Remember, he won't leave us in 2021. Look for Jesus in the midst of your troubles and uncertainties. Meditate on God's past miracles and works in your life. This is very important. Today, take some time and just jot down a few miracles that God has done in your lives. He's the one who turns water into wine. We have not come thus far without a miracle. God has done many miracles. So we, it's important we remember those miracles. So 2021, even before you proceed further, remember the past miracles God has done in your life. It is important. Cultivate thankfulness in your heart. Cultivate thankfulness in your heart. It's if they know some of us we say this prayer by heart. Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being, praise His holy name. In other words, you know the psalmist is reminding his soul, thank God, thank God. Do not forget all the benefits that you have received from Him. Give thankfulness in your heart. Cultivate thankfulness in your heart. Let our heart be a fertile soil where we thank God for all the benefits that we have received. Make a list of blessings you have received in the year 2020 in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of uncertainties. The way he has protected us, the way he has guarded us, the way he blessed us with journey mercies. Make a list and keep thanking God for all these blessings. Pray in the spirit. I said, do not be drunk on wine, instead be filled with the spirit. So the Bible says it's important for us to pray in the spirit. One of the books that we rarely read is the book of Jude. Jude verse 20 says, but you dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. 
pray in the spirit. Do not be drunk on wine. Instead, be filled with the spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Don't forget that everything works out for good in the end. If something has not, your problems has not come to an end, it has not ended, remember God is still working out something good. Don't forget that everything works out for good in the end. If something isn't good, that means then it is not the end because everything works out for good in the end. That's why Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. There are many things we can say, but the last one, refuse to entertain any thought that doesn't inspire hope because any thought that doesn't inspire hope is rooted in a lie. If we do this, don't entertain any thought, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, how I'm going to live? This is not a thought from God. This is a thought from human beings. What will happen to my family? What will happen to my children? What will happen to my job? Don't entertain such negative thoughts because the Bible clearly says we have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is always a place of hope, of joy. So 2021 is a year of hope for us, a year of encouragement, a year of opportunity for us. Entertain those thoughts, life-giving thoughts. We have the mind of Christ. Look for Jesus in the midst of your troubles and uncertainties. Meditate on God's past miracles and works in your life. Cultivate thankfulness in your heart. Pray in the spirit. Don't forget that everything works out for good in the end. Refuse to entertain any thought that doesn't inspire hope because any thought that doesn't inspire hope is rooted in a lie. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you hope and a future. It's not enough that we say these verses. We need to entertain those life-giving thoughts in our minds. I am not saying that year is going to be simple, no problems, no challenges. Uh, you know, if you do all this, it doesn't mean that you're fixed up your problem. What you do is you go through the process, you go through this life knowing fully well the promises of God. Then the promises of God will come true. In days to come, Jacob will take root, Israel will bud and blossom and fill all the world with fruit. So when you remember all this, when you go through this process, that is the way we are able to realize the promise was in our lives. Ask, take some time and ask God, what do you want me to do with my life in 2021? All through these years, I have lived for myself. I had my ambitions, I had my dreams, I had my plans. But Lord, today you tell me, what do you want me to do with my life? Because that is the glorious thing that one can do. 
And when we walk in his path, nothing can shake us. Nothing can trouble us. 2020, we had a lot of uncertainties. We had a lot of issues. We don't know what 2021 holds for us, but one thing we know, who is with us? Jesus is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. This 2021, I bless you that you'll have a new courage to face this year. I pray that you will grow in your faith. In other words, I pray that your root will become deeper. Shoot forth your roots unto our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you will be a hope-filled person in 2021. This world, people seem to be hopeless. They don't know what to do, but let us not live like them. This is a year of hope and God wants to do good things in your life. So let not 2021 shake us or make us scared. 2021 is a year of opportunity for us to shine for Jesus. Let's look to the Lord in prayer.